you. Boom! All night long. Yes. Let's freaking go. There is nothing like starting a show with some breaking news that LSU just landed another recruiting commitment. And this young man is in the state of Louisiana. And this young man is the younger brother of an Alabama great who was on the cover of ESPN, the magazine at 14 years old. And stuck a knife in our heart and went to Alabama, but he decided to not be like his older brother and commit to LSU tonight. That is Keelan Moses of the class of 2025. Now, if you don't follow recruiting, it is important to note the big difference here between 2025 and 2024. 2024 is this coming recruiting class, as in the class that is a senior in high school who will be in LSU Tiger next year. Keelan Moses is only a high school junior. So there's still a long time until he actually puts pen to paper. But I will say, anytime you get the elite players in the state of Louisiana, especially a guy that was getting pulled really hard by Alabama to go play for Nick Saban, This is a really good sign if you are LSU, and this kid is literally on LSU's campus. He goes to University High School, which has been a school that's mostly been good to LSU. Alabama's done a really good job recruiting that school. LSU has done a really good job of recruiting that school. So it's honestly been 50-50 for a lot of these guys. Probably a little bit more U-high guys go to LSU than than vice versa, but still – This is a big-time athlete that LSU gets to be um, a a part of the the, the school. So really excited about that. I will always be honest with you. I don't watch 2025 recruiting tape until I'm done looking at all the 2024 recruiting tape because it's still so long until they actually have to sign. Now – I am excited that he is committed. I've watched some of his highlights, and he does look to be a pretty good football player. But I'm just going to sit and tell you that the recruiting data shows that more than likely he is going to be a good football player at LSU. So obviously a step in the right direction. He becomes the second highest ranked uh, recruit for the class of 2025 to Corian Moore, the five-star receiver who's drawn Odell Beckham Jr. comparisons is – by far the best player in this class. We're still awaiting the decision in early January of five-star number one overall recruit Bryce Underwood, a quarterback out of Michigan. So we're still waiting on that one. That's by far the biggest domino um, maybe in LSU recruiting history. And that's coming up here in a few weeks, uh, ironically, about a month from now. So obviously a good step in the right direction here today. It did kind of concern me when Keelan Moses said he was going to shock the world with his announcement. And by shocking the world, I would venture off to think that he wasn't going to pick LSU, but he ended up picking LSU, which is obviously a good thing. I'm glad he didn't shock the world and and just pick some school like uh, North Dakota State or something like that. So 
Simper with our first super chat of the evening. He says, how long before we know who his new defensive coordinator will be? Well, since he's super, we'll go straight into it. Um, let me know. Type Y for yes. Type in for no. Matt House will be LSU's defensive coordinator next year. Not if you would fire him, but if he will be retained by Brian Kelly. Type Y for yes. Type in for no. Okay. Uh, Player X follows up here. 2025 will be the foundation for a title. This will be Brian Kelly's best recruiting class he's ever had. It will be. All right. Um, so there you go. Yes, obviously a very good commitment. You are certainly right about that. Now, the next thing I'll bring up about the class of 2025, Harlem Berry is the next big Louisiana guy that obviously a lot of you have circled uh, as a must-get for LSU this next cycle. There are a lot of running backs I like uh, in the state of Louisiana. Um, I like my kid out of Opelousa, Sebesto. He's a little bit lower ranked. Uh, Simon out of Shreveport is, is very interesting, but I, I'm open to taking all three of those guys. I really am. I will also say, though, according to the recruiting services, the 2026s could be the best crop of Louisiana talent ever. There's like six Louisiana guys in the top 100 or something like that for the 2026s, but those are high school sophomores. We don't need to worry about those guys just yet. So really excited about that. Now, one final thing before I get into um, some Madhouse discussion here. We're also going to talk some Jaden Daniels. And I'm also going to talk about what has been the absolute craziest week for me in quite some time. Um, I got to do something really cool with the SEC channel. And a lot of you support me on there as well. Um what we'll do here as far as the class of 2025 is concerned, we'll go through and show you all the class of 2025 commitments, okay? Like we mentioned, DeCorian Moore, um, by far our best player at this point. Uh, Keelan Moses, the number two overall ranked player. J.D. LaFleur, obviously a lot of LSU legacies in this class. Brett Bordelon, um, obviously the younger brother of, of, of the current Bordelon, Bo Bordelon. Their dad played at LSU. Teron Francis, a 6'1 receiver out of Edna Carr. And Jalen Bell, a 5'10", three-star corner out of Georgia. So this is your number four ranked recruiting class for the class of 2025. Still very, very, very early. And if you were to go look at the um, 2024s, it's um, it should be an interesting next couple of weeks for the 2024s, as you see, they're ranked number 13 right now. Hopefully, we can close on a few of these AM kids. I do want to bring up there is some positive steam for Gabriel Relliford, uh, the Texas AM commit, as obviously they're going through a coaching change uh, right now with Mike Elko. So, hopefully, um, we're able to get that taken care of. But of course, uh, the 2024s, we'll see if they're able. Uh, to all stay put, and let's see if we can get some flips to go our way. Okay, so I would move on from Madhouse. That is just what I would do. Um, and you guys know I am not like I have hot takes on here. I have bold takes, including my take about how much I hate recruiting now in the early signing period. Um, but man, dude, I. 
and I don't want to come off irrational, fire this guy, fire that guy. I still think something that is holding Brian Kelly up for this decision is how close we are to the early signing period and how many moving parts there are, right? You know, Matt House can go to Brian Kelly and say, look, I didn't have my defensive line coach this year. What am I supposed to do? He had a freak injury happen. He had a freak life-threatening thing happen to him. So what, what, what am I supposed to do? My hands are tied. Okay? So there you go. Now, um, next thing I want to mention, all right, I love college basketball. Tonight is a big night, all right? I don't know if we're still going to be live by the end of the game that is currently being played, but I do want to acknowledge that there is a big basketball game happening right now between LSU and Virginia Tech. Obviously, the big story is Angel Reese is back, but the bigger story is this was the first game we won in the Final Four, and this was the game that I went to. I'm wearing the shirt right now. I got to watch LSU versus Virginia Tech in the Final Four, but I love this show so much, and I took last night off. I seriously considered moving the time up for tonight, but I felt like I just needed to do my normal show and wait for the Keelan Moses thing. So, uh, you guys are going to have to keep me updated. I don't keep a TV in here for a reason. I'm fully focused on you guys. I might pull up the stream here on my phone in just a second, but I'm going to need you guys to give me score updates. Uh, not like every bucket, but every like timeout, let me know, okay? Um, because this is uh, a big deal to me, right? One of the best nights of my life as an LSU fan uh, because of how unexpected the whole trip was. Um, so there you go. Now, I do want to continue my discussion here about Jaden Daniels. Um, I, I, I will say this. It's, as much as Kela Moses is a good thing for LSU, the best thing to happen to LSU right now is Jaden Daniels winning the Heisman Trophy and Malik Neighbors winning the Blitnikoff. I know it may not seem like the individual awards don't mean a lot because it's not a national championship. It's not an SEC championship. We, if Jaden Daniels was playing conference championship weekend, you'd feel pretty good about him winning the Heiser Trophy, but he's not. Bo Nix is. So I, I'll bring up what happened to me in the in the in the last twenty four to forty eight hours on the SEC channel. I did a video on Bobby Petrino, okay, and Bobby Petrino was hired by Arkansas. Okay, does that affect LSU at all? No, they do get an upgrade in play caller at Arkansas. We do play Arkansas next season. And Bobby Petrino did coach really well versus us, if we're being honest. But still, I I don't think – I think we, we'll, we'll take care of business versus him next year because our team is going to be really good, and their team is rebuilding. But the Bobby Petrino news happened. I did a breaking news video on it, and then I, I said, look, Arkansas plays Duke. I used to work with Coach K, all right, a long time ago, and it was for a year when he won a national championship. Uh, I produced his radio show, and I was like, you know what? I've never seen Duke play, so I just threw it out there. I, I was just joking around. Hey, anyone want to take me to the um, Arkansas-Duke game? And someone watching the channel, who's a big fan of the channel, immediately said yes 
he emailed me the ticket while I was doing the live stream. And I'm going to tell you why this has to deal with Jaden Daniels in a major way. Okay. So he emails you the ticket. And with uh, the way things are now, like I've not been to Fayetteville in forever. My best friends live in Fayetteville. Uh, uh, the the uh, groomsman at my wedding lives in Fayetteville. And, um, and I got to meet like so, uh, my nephew for the first time is my best friend's kid. Uh, but still, they, they call me uncle and all that stuff. So I want to show you this. I said, look, I can't do the live stream tonight. So let me take it to another level. I'm doing whatever it takes to get Jaden Daniels his Heiser Trophy. So I don't know if the TV cameras ever picked this up, but I had no problem rocking this sign at the Arkansas game. I got a few uh, weird looks, um, but I didn't want to put like Jaden for Heisen because this uh, 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 someone might throw away the sign or whatever because uh, I'm at an Arkansas game. But that kid, Jaden, hopefully some people Googled that and, and went and voted for him. I am doing whatever I freaking can. All right. I am not the biggest college football writer out there. Uh, obviously, David Pollock's doing a lot of, you know, stumping for Jaden, and he's not even an LSU guy. But I want you from now until the voting actually happens, and it's really going to need to be amped up after conference championship weekend. Okay. You have to ask yourself this question. What have you done today to help Jaden Daniels win this Heisman Trophy? You might not like him, okay? There's some people that just don't like Jaden, all right, for whatever reason, all right? But what have you done to help this guy win this Heisman Trophy? It is a big deal for LSU football that he wins this. Big, big, big deal. Now, why is it a big deal? Well, think of it this way, okay? I know Joe Burrow just won it. But Georgia has the best football program on the planet. One of the best football programs we have ever seen. This run they are on is one of the best runs I've ever seen. Like, it's ridiculous how many games they've won in a row now after all the talent that they've lost. Georgia's last Heiser Trophy winner was Herschel Walker. All right? You are never guaranteed another Heiser Trophy winner. Never. You can have the best freaking program on, on the planet. Doesn't mean you'll have an individual reach this level of play that Jaden Daniels has reached. And all Jaden Daniels has done this season is statistically surpass Joe Burrow. Statistically surpass anyone. Jaden Daniels, Joe Burrow. Those are the only two quarterbacks to average over 400 yards per game. Okay, not Marcus Mariota, not freaking Johnny Football, not freaking Tim Tebow, not Jameis Winston, not Lamar Jackson, not Cam Newton, Jaden Daniels. Um, if you were to play in the bowl game, might shatter all total EPA records. Jaden Daniels might shatter every single rushing record you could think of uh, of a quarterback. You take a look at explosive plays down the field. Jaden Daniels has more explosive plays than most teams in college football. He has more explosive plays than any Heiser Trophy winner of the past decade. Let me repeat, explosive plays, 20-plus yards down the field. If he doesn't win this Heisman Trophy, 
this is going to be this is going to be one of the biggest atrocities to anybody in the history of LSU football. Okay. It 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 will be one of the worst things to ever happen. Okay. One of the worst things. And there have been a lot of bad things, right? There's been one nine twelve, and obviously there's some off the field things, but you know, all Jaden has done is is the maximum, right? He had one rough game. Really only had one rough half, and that feature drops. Well, I would say one ish rough halves. He's been flawless. And we, we gotta do what we can. All right. Now, I don't know if I changed his soul at the Arkansas Arena, Bud Walton Arena. I don't know if any ESPN camera picked it up. I don't know if anybody picked it up. I didn't hold it up the whole time because that's just obnoxious. Uh, I don't want to be obnoxious. But I held it up enough to get a bunch of stares. <laughs> huh? Huh? Tweeted out. I got to retweeted quite a bit. I'm not like a huge like Twitter. I don't have like a thousand Twitter followers or anything like that. Um but we have got to get him this mother freaking award. All right. Cause I'm listening to the, I listen to a few national betting podcasts and they are very certain that Bo Nix is going to win this award. And these are people that have no ties to Oregon at all uh, saying this. So you guys got to vote. You guys got to just post on social media, just all the crap that I tweet out, retweet it, like showing the stat comparisons. Okay. You take a look at the 50 touchdown quarterbacks. Cam Newton, Johnny Manziel, Joe Burrow, Cam, uh, and Cam Newton, Johnny Manziel, Joe Burrow, Tim Tebow, Jaden Daniels. Okay. Y'all, we, we've, we've got, we've got to get him this award. We do. Okay. So there you go. Now I want to get back to uh Simper Super Chat here. As we say hi to Dev, Mick, B Rob, Alan, Rob. Brandon, good to see you. Pierce, aka Laney Wilson, super fan. I love it. I think LD88's in here. Dez, good to see you. Tyler, hope you're feeling better. JJ's in here as well. Big Al, good stuff. Good freaking stuff. Um, Jordan, what's up, man? Yeah, we got to get it done, man. We got to get this done for Jaden. Got to. All right. Zipper <laughs> said, "There you go." Zipper <laughs> said he's gonna help. Um, but yeah, as far as the um, defensive coordinator is is concerned, you know, as the days move on, the more likely Madhouse is retained. Now, I want to get to the very sexy part of this live stream. All right, and when I mean sexy, it gets really sexy here. All right. And my, I, I say out of your family, Jordan. I can see Jordan just sitting around the fire, family watching our projector. Um, so there you go. Let me, um, let me address something here. All right, big story in college football: the transfer portal. All right, not every single name has any interest in going to LSU. All right, there are some players in the portal. That I like a lot, all right? Such as this man right here, Riley Leonard. Okay, he's a quarterback out of Duke. I like Riley Leonard a lot, okay? I think he could be an NFL quarterback. I do. 
But he had a no contact label in the transfer portal, meaning he knows where he's going. All right. One of the women playing tonight for us had a no contact label when she entered the transfer portal. Okay. And that was Haley Van Lip. So obviously we're not going to get him, but I'm fine with Garrett Nussmeyer, like I've stated in the Discord. So every, because um, I want you to text me about Ryan Leonard because I've talked about how much I like him on this channel. And he's from Fairhope. We got a lot of viewers in the Fairhope Mobile region, ironically, of Alabama. Um, the reason why I bring that up is not every name that enters a portal has any ties or any considerations to go in LSU. Okay. Let's say Evan Stewart, for instance, right? Evan Stewart, five star receiver for Texas AM. He didn't play in the game versus us because he did he, he was ready to pack it in and go to his next stop. Okay. Not every name, but it is always interesting when someone with Louisiana ties enters the portal, okay? Because we've seen a lot of guys with Louisiana ties want to come play for the home state school, all right? I do want to share this, okay? I think there is a player in the portal by the name of Trevor Etienne that makes a lot of sense for us at running back. But Carter, you said we were loaded at running back. We are. We are. Caleb Jackson, Trey Holly, Caden Durham. Awesome running back room. Awesome. And I think Noah King still has a year of eligibility. What are you going to want to do? All right. What about John Emery? What does he want to do? Yo, Trevor Etienne is a monster. Trevor Etienne can play. I'm interested. I'm interested. All right. Now, let's be real here. Obviously, the school that would probably be the most interested would be someone like Clemson. Okay. Clemson's trying to change its narrative about the transfer portal. And they're trying what what better way than to get the younger brother of the best running back to arguably ever play at your school. We can have a debate about CJ Spiller and a few others, but Travis Etienne tore us up in the national championship game. If it wasn't for Patrick Queen, it could have got worse. Okay. Y'all, Trevor Etienne is awesome. He's awesome. And I understand, like, Caleb Jackson is going to be our RB1 next year. But I, I, I think someone of that experience level helps those other three guys out instead of hurts them, okay? Because ETN is used to playing in a timeshare role anyway, okay? So I, f- I, I, I would – I'm a little bit more interested than maybe the – the everyday LSU fan would be because I'm very high on his ability. I think he's really good. And 
I understand it's like a hot take. I think if y'all have watched him, you you know he's he's very good. But I'm sharing that as someone who is a big Caleb Jackson fan that has had Trey Holly on this channel. Um, I I really want him to be a part of our class, our our, our transfer portal class. Um, and and there there's a lot of other names. There's a lot of other names. Back to the Evan Stewart thing. You know, I, I'm, I'm not saying no to the potential of anyone. I'm open to everybody coming in. All right. Let me also say, though, that I think Brian Kelly will be a tad bit more selective because there were some bad apples in this transfer portal class in terms of not necessarily being good. I could deal with you not being good, but you're not doing what is necessary to be active is a different story in and of itself. So like, for instance, there is a pretty prominent wide receiver in the SEC that entered the portal by the name of Antoine Juice Wells. Okay. South Carolina fans right now, are melting down over this guy. Um, and these are just rumors, okay? This is not fact. I don't cover South Carolina every day. And if I do, it's more film-based stuff. It's not knowing the ins and outs of their NIL situation, okay? But apparently, he had a knee injury, and he was hurt, or a leg injury or whatever. And he could have potentially come back. He earned a fat NIL check. And today he just entered the portal. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, he's big time. Like, he's a really, really good wide receiver. I'm open to it. <laughs> like, he, it's clear he wants to go to a step up. And that guy is, I mean, him and Kyron Lacey would be gross together next year. There is a little bit more of a wide receiver need than than most years because we don't have a for sure alpha. He he could for sure be that. He's he's a really good football player, but BK BK's going to make sure everybody's locked in, right? Because our first transfer portal class, everybody was pretty much locked in. We had a bunch of really good, strong leader type of guys. We had Greg Brooks, we had Jarek Bernard Converse uh, along those lines, and. This last year, we not only had bad, we had guys just not doing what, what was necessary to, to, to play at, at LSU. So, you know, as of right now, of course, I'm always open to an extra quarterback coming over. But I I, I would love to have ETN be a part of our, 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 our LSU uh, Tiger crop this next year. And if you guys have a player in, 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 in mind you want to ask you about, Feel free uh, to fire away, okay? Nick, good to see you. Everybody, w welcome Nick to the channel. Holding it down on Facebook. Really appreciate you, Nick. I'm trying to grow the Facebook audience, but uh, I, I've shared all kinds of stuff on there. I just can't do it. I'm, I guess me and the YouTube guys are just bros. Huh? 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 Let's go to Sibley Super Chat. Thank you so much, Shibs. I uh, really appreciate you. Carter, KJ Jefferson was always my QB. True. I'm a huge KJ Jefferson fan. Um, I had him as my number one ranked quarterback going into next year. And I had Jaden number two. How dare I speak against Jaden Daniels? Uh, but I was really high on Jaden, and I thought he was going to take a leap forward. 
didn't expect what he did this year. Uh, I don't think anybody did, honestly. But he's, he's so special. And KJ, I think, is still very good. And he stunk this year for a lot of different reasons. Would I get KJ Jefferson in to comp- uh, com- c- com- compete with Garrett Nussmeyer? Yes. If a quarterback with that many starts wants to come to LSU and we don't have anybody in our room that's ever started a game, yes, I'm open. I'm open to that. Now, this is true. Even though I was at the Arkansas game yesterday, and I do have people I know in Fayetteville that are involved with the program, involved with the university and all that, I want I want this to be very clear. I don't know K.J. Jefferson. I'm just a fan of his. I've always been a fan of his. And I don't know anyone close to K.J., right? Um, I just always liked players that could truly carry teams and carry programs and do the right things. And that dude carried Arkansas uh, for two seasons in a row. And this last year, Sam Pittman rewarded him with a bad offensive coordinator, the worst offensive line I've ever seen in the SEC, and two transfer portals from Hillsdale College and Texas A&M Commerce. That's what, that's what he had to work with this year. And his best running back got hurt day one. Okay. Now, if you were to go to LSU, you're telling me he's getting freaking another KJ in the backfield who's more athletic than him. He's getting five offensive linemen, each of which are better than any Arkansas offensive linemen that they have. He's getting the best wide receivers. He's getting elite tight ends. He's getting a Broyles Award finalist as his offensive coordinator. By the way, the Broyles Award is named after Frank Broyles, the guy that honestly put Arkansas football on the map. Um, Yeah, I'm open, but it's a pipe dream. It wouldn't make sense for KJ Jefferson with one final year of eligibility uh, to to come to LSU and potentially get beat up by Gary Nussmeyer, right? Because KJ is not near, near the talented thrower that Gary Nussmeyer is in terms of mechanics and in terms of depth, right? And Garrett knows the offense. He has the chemistry with the receivers. Uh, Let me give you a quarterback that I would be very interested in from an LSU perspective, Sibley. Um, And I was going to say this for the Patreon, but since you're a patron, I'm going to share it with you now. And by the way, on Patreon, we're having a really open discussion about roster needs. And honestly, on Patreon, I'm taking your feedback into what you guys think we need to go get. Okay? Obviously, the big thing is who are we going to lose? Up to this point, we've lost one running back, and that's it. One scholarship running back and one walk-on running back. That's basically it. One quarterback who I would be very interested in is Dante Moore, the UCLA five-star transfer who's in the portal. And this would make sense, right? Here's a guy who's got power five starts. Check. He knows the lay of the land at LSU. Check. He knows Joe Sloan. He knows Mike Dimbrock. He knows Brian Kelly. We also get a younger quarterback who would probably not mind sitting the bench with three full years of eligibility left. Okay. So that beefs up our quarterback room in a major way. And it gives Garrett Nussmeyer the confidence he needs to be the clear cut starter. So Dante Moore would be someone I am very interested in. But then again, can Dante humble himself and say, look, maybe I'm not a power five starter. Cause I'll be honest. When I watched him, I had a good grade on him coming out. Uh, for the quarterbacks in 
this this last cycle. Okay, so not uh, the, as in the true freshman this year. Where I had them ranked, Dante Moore was my number three guy. My number one guy was Nico, who's at Tennessee. And Nico was a tier above everybody else. I thought Nico was so special. And we'll see how he does at Tennessee next year. Okay. I thought Nico should have started this year. All right. The kid can flat out play. But I thought Dante Moore was, was worthy of the five-star rating he was. He, he did not look good. To me, he just didn't look good. I mean, he started this last game versus Cal, and he, he was terrible. Okay. It's not all his fault. Obviously, it sucks with, you know, what, what they're doing here with Chip. Are they going to fire him? Are they going to keep him? I think it's lunacy if UCLA thinks they can do better than Chip Kelly. Um, but Dante is something I'd be very open to. Okay. So there you go. Hopefully that answered your question, JSB. I'm definitely open to KJ coming over. I'm definitely open to it. But I I, I gotta I, I gotta be real, man. I want Garrett Nussmeyer to be the starter. I do. And going into next season, I don't know if there's any quarterback out there who could rationally transfer to LSU that I would a gazillion percent take over Garrett Nussmeyer. At this point, KJ Jefferson is a better quarterback than Garrett Nussmeyer. He just is, right? He's just far more experienced. But I would probably still rather Garrett because he knows the system, right? KJ's going from being more of like an RPO type of quarterback to what our team is, is is mostly a vertical passing team, right? So, you know, I, I don't know if KJ's even the best fit for us. I really don't. But I'm I'm open. I'm open to anyone, right? And if it means somebody else being the starting quarterback at LSU, so be it. But I want Garrett to be the guy. I will also say this as far as – and this has been a big discussion in our private Discord as well. And if you want to read all of it, once again, sign up down below. Um, every single person gets a Joe Burrow card in the mail. If you are not gotten yours, let me know. Uh, I try to send as many out as I possibly can for people that join the Patreon, okay? But someone brought it up in in, in the chat. Well, what if, we, what if we bring in a quarterback and the, the, the quarterback comes in and it makes Garrett Nussmeyer say – well, I can't win here. I have two years of eligibility left. I got beat out. I'm going somewhere else. So? The thing people forget about the quarterback position is you are never guaranteed anything. Every other position in collegiate football if you show something in practice, you are more than likely going to get your shot, except quarterback and kicker, punter, onesie positions, deep snapper. Every other position, you're going to get a chance to show yourself. You could show yourself on special teams, make an athletic play on special teams. That can make a position go and say, hey, we, we should probably put this guy out there and see what he can do. Quarterback, there's no guarantees. Okay. And let, let, let's share a perfect example. Say Jalen Milrow. All right. Jalen Milrow is one of the 10 to 15 best quarterbacks in the sport right now, okay? Here's a guy who saw five-star Ty Simpson brought in the class after his. Then Nick Saban brought in two more four-star quarterbacks, including one from Zachary, Louisiana, Lonergan and Holstein, 
So all this talent is thrown into the mix. Then Nick Saban brings in, obviously, offensive coordinator Tommy Reese. And Tommy Reese is like, hell, my system is different. Let me bring in my own guy. So Saban's like, okay, bring in your own guy. And Tyler Buckner, who was more experienced than Jalen Monroe, comes over as well. Jalen Monroe starts the season, stinks it up against Texas, loses his job. And he could have lost it forever if any of those other quarterbacks showed any type of life versus USF. USF. They stunk it up. Miro gets his job back, and the rest is history. He has been ridiculously good for a first-year starter. Great deep ball thrower, and obviously we know he's a great runner. Okay? The truth is very simple, y'all. The truth is very, very simple if you want to listen to it. Okay? Nobody's guaranteed reps at quarterback. Nobody. Nobody. You want a good story? You want a great story, actually? I could, I could text someone to tell the story because he's told it on here before. Andre Sale is a friend of the channel. He was the fourth-string quarterback for LSU in 2018. And now he plays Arena League football, and he is a close personal friend of mine. I talk to him a lot, okay? And he was on this channel, and he shared how Joe Burrow didn't have the room in 2018. Right, He had to really earn it. They wanted to give it to the guy, um, Jalen McMillan, who transferred to Tulane. People felt he was a better quarterback in practice. Joe Burrow transferred on in. Nothing guaranteed to him. He won the job, took control of the locker room, and the rest is history. This stuff is so fragile, especially at the Division One Power 5 level. It's hard okay Justin Fields was a far better quarterback than Jake Fromm couldn't beat him out it's 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 a it's a tough business and this is why as time moves on and I learn more about the portal and I learn more about the inner workings of being a division one power five quarterback I respect TF at a Garrett Nussmeyer for Sticking it out with the Walker Howard mess. Walker Howard, uh, everyone on everyone was saying, well, Walker Howard's going to beat out Garrett Nussmeyer. And Nuss can't beat out Walker Howard. Beat him out. Garrett Nussmeyer, Jaden Daniels comes in. Of course, he's not going to beat out Jaden. Miles Brennan comes back. No big deal. He outplays Miles in practice. Jaden gets hurt versus Georgia. Guess what, Garrett Nussmeyer? We're getting her ass kicked. You, you're staring in the face of the best coach of the modern era against five-star DBs. No problem. Light Georgia up in the second half of the SEC championship game. All Garrett Nussmeyer has done up to this point is proven us wrong time and time again. All right? So there is a big piece of me that says, yeah, if, if there is a better quarterback out there that wants to come in, really buy in and compete, bring it. But I really want Garrett to be the starter. I'm, I'm just being upfront with you. I really, really, really do. Just because this guy has given us so much, even though he's not really produced a whole lot on the field. Hell, he avoided a disastrous situation when we couldn't get him a clean snap when he had to step in for Jaden Daniels after he got knocked out versus Missouri. 
Okay. So there we go. Um, out on DJU, out. I have a lot of reasons as to why. I think he, I think he's good. I, and obviously, as a dual threat, you'd bring in an extra dimension. Um, and I think also him being a West Coast guy, he'd be like, "Hey, Jaden Daniels did it. Why can't I?" He was also a top fifty guy. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a little out on this because. When you start at Clemson pretty quickly, as he did, and then you start at Oregon State, and obviously Oregon State's coaching staff left, and he was good this year for Oregon State. I just think he would come into this room thinking that we're just going to give it to him, right? I really want someone to come in that really wants to compete for this job, okay? And that might be the same for, for some of these other guys that were starters because – there could be a starter out there, whether it's KJ or someone else. They come into this room thinking, well, I'm going to be out Garrett Nussmeyer. He's not started at all. And I have 15 to 20 starts under my belt. I, I, I want someone that wants to come in and really, really, really compete. Okay. Moses brother redemption. What's good, man? I'll tell you this, Blaine. Garrett puts in a lot of work. But I'm not him, so I don't know the level of how much work. But normally when I when I reach out about like work ethic and that kind of stuff, I get pretty good information. But I also like to think that every college kid really puts in the effort. I obviously it's kind of hard to put in more effort than, than Jaden when you're doing 5 a.m. QB meetings. First person in, last person out. But Garrett's a coach's son, so I think he does put in the work. Um, next, next thing I want to get to is um, – so Chance. I'll get to this really quickly. Yeah, so look – I'll touch on my experience yesterday. I went to the Arkansas-Duke game, and it was really cool. Obviously, I touched the, – the, and I'm, you guys saw the Jaden Daniels sign that I took to the game. For those that are just joining us, I'll put it up again. Got some weird looks, but that's okay. All right? Um, I had this sign at the game right here. Had a good time. Um – They they have like a really 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 nice arena. It's not it's somewhat old. Not like it's not like brand 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 new. Y'all, the, the the PMAC needs to to get to the next level, right? We got a Hall of Fame women's program right now with a Hall of Fame women's basketball coach. Um, we can do better. All right, I understand the facility upgrades that cost a lot of money. I'd prefer that money go to our players, um, because that that's what wins it for us um but and i like the pmac right i'm an lsu fan if i'm going to an lsu game and the roof's not leaking and lsu football or basketball or whatever game is being played i am a happy person all right 
But, you know, that's – and I, I've learned a little bit more about this process, like behind the scenes, because I know Kim wants to take the, the PMAC to the next level. There, there's room for improvement. And, there, and there's ways you can make the PMAC better that also infuses more revenue with luxury bo- – we don't have any luxury boxes, anything like that. It, it needs a revamp. It, it it just does because if you go to these other arenas, I mean it's it's crazy. There's no reason. And look, Arkansas has more. I mean, they won a national championship in men's basketball, and their men's program is better than our men's program right now. But once you get the right coach to go along with Kim Mulkey, because right now, obviously, Matt McMahon is not it. We we we've got to catch up. All right, we we've we've got to. All right, especially I. I We've got to ride this Kim Mulkey momentum because it might not last forever. All right. Um, you know, we got Michaela Williams locked in and she's so unbelievably good. Let's build a palace around this golden era of 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 basketball that is heading our way. Okay. Um, but yeah. So the Vandy Arena looks like it's 1950. Huh? Huh? I guess I need to go to more um, basketball arenas. But also, truth be told, that was Duke, right? I mean, that's the program in college basketball that was visiting, an SEC program. If the Duke men's program came to play our men's program, the point spread would be 27 and a half, but the arena would be packed, right? So – Still, I, I think I think I think we can I think we could do better. Yeah, like Grace McCall. That, that's an interesting name. You know, I, how how interested would I be in Grace McCall and the offense that he ran jumping into our offense? But I think like Chance uh, Chance has no ties to Arkansas. I think if you're a sports fan, you would have loved to have been in that arena. The statues are nice, and they did unveil. Unveil. Is it unveil or unveil? Unveil. Tonight, like an LSU National Championship little concourse uh, at the game. So, there you go. Now. Yeah, shout out to LSU baseball. I mean, they are just killing it in recruiting. But I won't really talk a whole lot about them until they start playing. But yeah, I I think some upgrades are on the way. Okay. Yeah, they did. They pulled pulled the upset. They did. It was, it was a good time, man. It really was. Uh, let's go to TJ. Very sexy super chat here. How many online starters do I think return next season? Okay. So we know at least two of them will, all right? And they are the two best ones. So that's a good thing, right? Will Campbell and Emory Jones. I think Charles Turner and Miles Frazier would have asked themselves this question. How much higher could I go? They're both interior offensive linemen. They both have had some senior bowl love from Jim Nagy on the official senior bowl uh, Twitter account. So they're on the radar of the people that really matter that could take your career to the next level. 
So they might both say, look, it's it's our time to go. Gary Dellinger has a decision to make. I think he comes back. I do. Uh, because as a sophomore, he wasn't the same type of full-time starter as Miles Frazier. Okay. Um, so I think he comes back next season. And I think at this point, I would lean towards Charles Turner and Miles Frazier making the leap. I would. Um, and I think your starting offensive line next season is going to be Will Campbell at left tackle, at left guard, Garrett Dellinger, DJ Chester at center, Emory Jones at right guard, and Lancer at right tackle. And that's, uh, that's, a, that's, that's how um, that's how I would see it. And that would be one of the most talented blue chip ratio offensive lines we've ever had at LSU. Okay. I don't recall an LSU offensive line where all five of the starters were top 154 stars or better. So that means elite players. Okay. Normally, that's just Ohio State, Bama, Georgia. Okay. That's a huge step in the right direction. Now, once again, just because you got a good ranking doesn't mean you're going to be good, but you're not always relying on one three star making a Lloyd Cushenberry type of leap, right? So I think that will be your starting offensive line next season. Okay. And hopefully. You get a Tyree Adams develop. Hopefully you get um, some other guys that could step up. Marlon Martinez, if you can get him back, that would be really huge. Even though, you know, in relief, his, his performances were, were, were rough, he could play guard. We've seen him play guard at a Division One Power 5 level. So, any. And if his snaps got under control, he could be the starting center next year. So, very excited about this LSU offensive line moving forward. And look, Weston Davis, Ethan Calloway, Kari Lee, Big Hoss Cryer, maybe those guys shocked the world and, and are ready to play true freshman football. I like those guys. I do. I do. Okay. But yeah, Pegasus, you're right. It's not just a starting five. It's the whole kip and caboodle. All right. El Marco, welcome to the channel, everybody. Welcome, El Marco. I love that name. I really do. Now, coming up next. One thing that has kept me up at night. It's only one thing. But first. He HL Nation. Oh, yeah, baby. You know about Louisiana Controls. They've been showing us love throughout this college football season, and I'm looking for you to do the same when it comes to your energy management commercial HVAC needs. It is all with our buddies who have been doing this for over 40 years. Yes, that is four decades. You know this Louisiana weather gets crazy. Go to LouisianaControls.com or call 225-924-4990, baby. Let's go. Now, if we get to a hundo and super chance tonight, we're giving out an autographed Mason Smith card, and we are 
a fifth of the way there. Okay. So do some math and see how much more we have to give. Um, so there you go. I feel like we're going to get to that hundo mark. We did on Tuesday. That's huge, man. It's huge. Okay. This is concerning me. All right. I think, you know, when we're caught up in the moment about who's the best, we sometimes get caught up in who's the latest. All right. Like when Joe Burrow happened, it was the epic Joe Burrow versus Cam Newton debate. Okay. And I was like, well, am I being biased because Joe Burrow was the latest? Or am I overlooking what Cam Newton did way back in yesteryear? I think about how we watch movies, right? Most movies, we think about them and how they end, right? Like, we do the same thing in television. The legacy of Breaking Bad is very different than the legacy of Dexter, right? Dexter went five seasons too long. Breaking Bad, five seasons, over. Perfect ending. Endings matter. So let's take a look at the two Heisen Trophy candidates, and let's examine their endings. LSU had Jaden Daniels go up against Texas A&M. At the same time, Michigan and Ohio State was on, and that drew one of the highest ratings ever in the history of college football for any game, much less a regular season game. So think about like the high, your, your regular Heisman Trophy voter. Not all of them read LSU football stack comparison tweets. Not all of them are on social media. If you're on social media, there is no argument that an Oregon Duck writer can make that shows that Bo Nix is superior to Jaden Daniels. The only thing that makes Bo Nix look good is statistically he is in the realm of all these other Heisman Trophy winners. The problem is, is Jaden Daniels has surpassed every single Heisman Trophy winner statistically of the past decade. That's a fact. Go look at any stat. It's a fact. All right. It's crazy to think about. Almost every single stat, Jaden has shattered it this year. But how you end matters. Jaden ended in a dominant performance, but it was capped. Now, why was his performance capped? Because Texas A&M had a lot of long drives, which shortened the game, which probably cost Jaden an extra possession. All right. And still, Jaden was amazing. But he could have it could have been more if our defense didn't allow seven minute drives in that game. And it was a game that not many people watched. We watched it, but most people didn't watch it. You know what they're gonna be watching this weekend? All the conference championship games. Washington sucks. They are not a good football team right now. I say they suck, but they're very good. They're not playing well, though. Lucky to beat Washington State. Lucky to beat Arizona State. Arizona State, who's terrible. All right, and they got both of those games at home. Lucky to beat Stanford, who was terrible this year. Washington 
was very lucky to beat Oregon State. Who Oregon just blew the crap out of in a rivalry game. There is a high likelihood that Oregon blows the brakes off of Washington this next weekend. And what's keeping me up at night is most people don't put the full effort into any award. It's what concerns me about Malik Neighbors. Malik Neighbors, ah, come on. He's another LSU receiver. We just gave uh, the Bolitnikoff to an LSU receiver. Let's give it to an Ohio State receiver. And Marvin Harrison is the name, right? He's going to be the number two overall pick. He's the son of a legend. He plays for Ohio State. And he had a good game versus Michigan. I worry about endings, okay? I worry about it. I worry about the lazy arguments. It bothers me. Bo Nix could light it up versus Washington, and it's still not surpassed what Jaden has done this year, which we have never seen before. Jaden averages 412 yards per game. Bo Nix averages around 335 yards per game. Bo Nix has Jaden Daniels in completion percentage, but that's just because Bo Nix has a super low dot, And also, we have had drop issues this year, as you guys have noticed. So, I worry about endings. Okay? You know what's crazy? Dexter Season 2 is one of the best seasons of television I have ever witnessed. Ever. And I don't really watch much TV anymore. It's just sports and and music now for me. But no one cares about Dexter Season 2. When you go walk up to someone and then they talk about Dexter, you know what they say? It went too long. People remember endings. And that's what sucks about Jaden Daniels. He doesn't get an ending. Sucks. Okay. I need some more who play DB. Yeah, she could. RJ Mitt. Yes, he is great on that show. Game of Thrones had a rough ending, I've heard. Sib, you feel good about it? I don't know, man. I do want to put this up. Okay. All right. And I want you I don't want y'all to go flame this kid for saying this. Uh he's 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 17 years old and he's very excited. Okay. Uh Is via Wilson Alexander. New LSU commit Keelan Moses. They've been saying I'm going to be just like Perk, but better, way better. I hope he don't beat me up for that.
That's bold. Hey, I, I, I like confidence. Huh? 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 And I hope he does. I, I hope he's the next freaking Lawrence Taylor. That's 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 a lot. I know he, I know he's celebrating a birthday and he just had the commitment. But dang. I know I, I like the confidence, Sibley. I really do. But that is I was I was like, wow. Like perk. Like uh, Harold Perkins. Oh. Because when he plays, Harold Perkins will be gone more than likely after next season. Okay. But that would be nice to have a Harold Perkins waiting from the high school ranks. Because portal linebackers have been kind of... Ugh. But you would think... And, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, fellas and ladies. You would think in in that linebacker would be a position that you could find pretty easy in the portal. You would think that someone could come over and, and, and play my golf ball linebacker well. And, and like it's it's not been good. It has not been good. Like that very well could be the toughest position for us in the portal these last couple of seasons because a lot of these portal linebackers have just <laughs> like not even playable at the SEC level and they produced at at other schools. So, there we go. Oh, this was a kid that went in the portal today, number one, Cyrus Allen. Tell him, T.O.V., that attitude, you got to love it, man. But, yeah, I'm really excited for Keelan Moses. But that is a that is a bold... Bowl claim. Apparently, PHL guest Michaela Williams is going off. She might be the best athlete I ever interviewed. She's she's special. Cherry Berry's in here tonight. Say hi to Jared A. Both of them are in Alabama. I haven't done this in a while. Let me know where you guys are, are, are watching from. Let me know. Yeah, I was playing some Rihanna earlier. There's just so many hits. Yeah, I remember that Rihanna song, We Ride. I, I, did, I heard that song for the first time. I was like, man, Rihanna, just banger after banger after banger. That's not even like a top five, Riri. It's up there. Make sure. Tyler, I hope you're feeling better, man. AP's in here tonight. You know we're doing good. Uh, Alan's in here. It's good stuff, man. That's good, man. Aurora, Colorado. Oh, LSU. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, what is it? 
Seahawks and Cowboys tonight. You know, it's, it, what's interesting, I, I think I saw Deron Bland get beat earlier for a deep touchdown. The fact that he has a pick six record by Thanksgiving is just crazy. That's one of the coolest things. Kevin in Goldsboro, North Carolina. NC State. Now, that's a quarterback I would be interested in. NC State's quarterback, MJ Morris, entering the portal. Uh, I've not watched a whole lot of him, but he's got multiple years of eligibility left. Orlando, got ATL in here. Everybody, welcome Jason to the channel. Uh, Kevin, good to see you. And Katie? There's a kid on my local college team that I call games for. By the way, I'll be calling a game Saturday at 2 if you guys want to tune in. Montgomery, Tennessee. Rain, Holy Trinity. Got a bunch of Rain, Louisiana's in here. That's good, man. Uh, yeah, NFL games on Amazon Prime. That's cool, man. Y'all welcome uh, Kevin and Jason. I think first-time commenters for both of them. And if you're a first-time commenter and you have a question, I always go straight to it. I have not chance. It's kind of hard because I want to get some, like, Juco tape. I, I don't even know if he even played this year, to, to, to be honest. I've not watched any. Sean Washington yet, at least since his high school tape, which was pretty solid. I mean, it was good enough for him to go to Georgia, right? And, you know, like, Kirby has probably, like, the hardest grading skill for defensive linemen because, you know, he went to Georgia, like, during the Jordan Davis, Walker, Wyatt era, like all those first-rounders. So he's got to have some kind of ability, right? Let's go to Jay Reach. Now I think Logan Diggs is going to go to the NFL. And he should, man. He's a good enough NFL back. I really do think he could play in the league. What's going to be key for him is his medical. He's had so many injuries. J-Red, what's up, buddy? So interesting. I 
I, I will also say this. I'm terrible on Instagram. I, I, I get messages from you guys all the time on Instagram. Um, I'm, I struggle with like even posting on Instagram. And I like Instagram. It's just, it's just hard to post on there. If you ask me. Okay. Yeah. Peggy said, I'm not touching that one. Huh? Huh? Like, I don't know what to believe with that at this point. Carver thinks Logan is coming back. Hey, he tweeted out something a little bit earlier. So I would love to have him back. If he comes back, then that's awesome. Right. But I do think there would be some NFL interest uh, with him. Okay. Jerry's never heard of the Holy Trinity? In Alabama, you never heard of the Holy Trinity? How can you live in Alabama and not heard of the Holy Trinity of Alabama? Which is barbecue. That's not as good as other states. Nick Saban. And incest. That's the Holy Trinity of Alabama. I just gave it to you. But truth, true story. It's a joke. When I did stand up, I did some of the, my favorite shows in Birmingham. All right. Love it. And the people of Alabama have only been nice to me. I've been to Auburn twice, loved both, uh, both locations. Uh, 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 both times I went to Auburn, and I've, I've been to Brian Denny, uh, Brian Denny Stadium twice. Loved it. Loved it. Yeah, no, Sherry, I was kidding. I know, I know, I know. You're referencing Holy Trinity. I do like Alabama. I visit Mobile pretty often. So, there you go. I think most southern states are fine. I do. Let me pull this up. Oh, dang, LSU's playing good. Let's go. 57-41. I'm going to pull it up in the background if that's okay with you guys. Type Y if that's okay for you guys. If not, I'll turn it off. I've touched on pretty much everything I want to touch on uh, tonight. I bought my first Anissa Morrow card. I'm about to buy more. I'm a big believer in Anissa. 
What, what was her numbers in the, the Bahamas? I, I know um, Sherry watches. I, I will say this. If I, if I want to shout out one viewer, it's Sherry Berry. She watched every second of every women's basketball game before, like, the huge hype cycle of the tournament. Like, she was on top of all of it. So I know this is pretty cool for her to see the program take care of business here versus the team we beat last year. And we're not even shooting three well. We're three for 12. I go, dang, Morrow's good. Dude, she's just good, man. Minnesota, what's good, RSX? What's up? That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know, Pegasus. I, I don't know how many times a United winner has ended up winning uh, the Heisman Trophy. I don't. 37 and 16. That's crazy. And we have four starters with 10 points or more. Yeah, that is crazy chance. Like, cause I just looked. The first thing I looked for was um, how many um, starters, or how many players are in the rotation. Only seven players for LSU has uh, played tonight. So there we go. Now, if you guys have a football-related question, I'll go straight to it. But come on, it's a top ten matchup. In the PMAC. I should have gone down for this. Oh, that's a bucket. God, dude, Morrow's just good. <sighs> yeah, I think the bowls start to trickle out, like, kind of after that. So, there you go. Flaje, I'm going to get 99 too.
Uh, yeah, there's something wrong with that. Wrong about that? I mean, I I, I spent the whole beginning portion talking to my kilo mode, so you can rewind it. Um, and I, I shared all my thoughts about some of the portal guys that I'm very interested in. Um, but I, we can go back over that if you want to. That's fine. But yeah, I've not watched a whole lot of Keelan, but just because, I mean, it's just so early before he signs. Um, but anytime we get a four-star Louisiana prospect, I feel every Louisiana prospect that is a four-star or better player you should just offer. And if he commits, it's good. Plus, like, this isn't just – I mean, this – being in Virginia Tech was a big deal last year. You know what they – I'll say this about the um, the, uh, the the Angel Reese thing is, like, her trash talk really changed that Virginia Tech game because there was a girl she knew on the other team, and the girl – got like so psyched out she like quit on the team at halftime. But yeah, you know, as far as um as far as like uh 2024s are concerned. Obviously Relaford and and the positive steam Gabriel Relaford is obviously uh, at a position of need, which is really good for us. But will he actually flip? We'll see. Yeah, Sherry, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Oh, yeah. So here's what we're going to do. In the next five to ten minutes, I'll answer as many questions as we possibly can. But if you super chat, we'll keep it going. While also chatting some LSU women's basketball in the background. Angels are during mom. I guess you can say so. Yeah, TV, and I don't want to say like he's the like the next great thing when I've not watched a whole lot of him just yet. Right. Uh but obviously really excited. You know, you get a four star linebacker. Especially considering a lot of our transfer guys have not worked out. It's always good. Always a good thing. You're right, Kevin. Kicking arse. So Sherry says Tennessee fans are worse than the Alabama fans. I'll say this, Sherry, about the Tennessee fans. They have been tearing up my SEC channel. Like I've done like a few Tennessee related videos. It is ridiculous. Like, and I, I would consider all my videos good, uh, but like they eat that crap up, and I love it. 
But yeah, Tennessee. I'll say this. I think Tennessee fans, even more than LSU fans, like I feel like LSU is a little bit more uh, responsible drinkers that can hold their liquor kind of stuff. I just see like some of the craziest stuff ever from like Tennessee fans. Like Tennessee fans like to get rowdy. Like moonshine, throw a remote through the TV level rowdy. Like, get drunk, go shirtless, put mayonnaise all over their body and mustard. I don't know. I've seen just the craziest stuff from uh, 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 Tennessee Van. Semper? I, Semper, I think, you're, I think you're hating on me, bro. Where did that? Where did that Mason card go? I was giving that out. I have no idea where that went. That's so weird. It was just sitting right here. I'm giving out a Mason Smith card if we get to a hundo tonight. For simp, there you go. So we're about halfway there to the hundo mark. Yeah, uh, fifty-five away, and this Mason card that disappeared. I don't know where it went. Oh, there it is. Give out his Mason autograph card. You go, Kim. Y'all, okay. And what's good, man? Ant knows a I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Ant actually knows a lot about women's hoops. So let me know what you think of tonight's performance. WNBA betting is where it's at, though. You can, you can get some – they hang some bad lines. One thing about sports betting people don't get is the bigger the sport, the harder it is to win. Okay, it's just a sharper market. Um. And there's a lot of reasons as to why. Like these conference championship games, good luck. If there is a play I like this weekend, it is the Alabama-Georgia over. I like the over in that game. Um, crap, I totally forgot what I was going to say. It was something LSU basketball related. I don't remember. It'll come back to me in a second. Uh, yeah, Evan Stewart's out of Texas A&M, Charles. I'm, inter- I'm, I'm, I'm interested in, in getting a proven receiver like himself, but I, I just don't, I just don't know uh, where he is. I was, was going to bring up something, and then I got distracted because I was excited to see Ant. Let's go, Angel.
I'm trying to remember something like it was something like just off the cuff. Oh, yeah, we haven't talked playoff committee. Okay. This is my one hot take about the playoff committee. All right. Florida State. I understand that Florida State without Jordan Travis is not one of the four best teams. Florida State without Jordan Travis is not one of the 10 best teams in college football. I think if Florida State played, I I don't know, Missouri on a neutral field, they might be like a one or two point favorite. Like, hell, I think they're one or two point favorite versus Louisville this next weekend. They just got beat by Kentucky. I get it that they're not one of the four best teams. And the committee says we're going to put one of we're, we're, our, our job is to put the four best teams in the field. But notice the word team is in there. And the backup quarterback is still a part of the team. Okay. Cut myself or I picked a scab. So if I'm bleeding, I'm sorry. That's gonna distract the heck out of me. Okay. All right. LSU just offered, according to him. Uh, Jamori Macklin, a North Texas wide receiver. Okay. But he's gotten a ton of offers. Okay. He's got an offer from Ole Miss, Penn State, Michigan State, Cincy, Kentucky, South Carolina, Texas A&M, Cal, Colorado. That's why he got in the portal. All these people would be interested in him. But Florida State, Florida State deserves to be in the field. I get it. They are not one of the four best teams. Okay, they aren't. But that's why a team is a team. You've got to reward the season they just had. Okay? Let's go to RSX here with the Super Chat. I feel like defensively weren't aggressive like in the past. 
when we did dictate terms. Yeah, I I, I agree with that. But I, I go back to this, and like, I can't believe I, I, I just said what I said a minute ago, that Georgia and Alabama are playing in the SEC championship game. The over-under isn't unbelievably low, and I still love the over. Like, it's just so hard to play defense now, right? Like, the targeting call that Andre Sam got called on is crazy. So, even though our defense was historically bad, it's still just so hard to play defense now, right? Um, But, yeah, you know, to, to, to your point, RSX, this year, and I would need to go look at the percentages because you can go look this up now. I think we just play quarters way too much, like just really soft coverage. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I just think for me, we. I do agree we need to be more aggressive. I did like that we used a few more corner blitzes uh, this uh, versus Texas A&M. But you're right, any given Saturday, you never know. FSU beat us. So cool. Let's see. Yeah, I got to show them. Because uh, R6, I, want, I wanted to show you all this. And this, this stuff makes you feel so good inside. It really does. Like, like this is so cool. RSX, his Twitter... Profile photo, bang. Look at that. Definitely following. That's big time. See how I go follow him. PHL follower. That's cool. This was from one of our PHL meetups earlier this year. So awesome. Lucky seven Cali boy. I know, Semper. I'm, I'm tiny. That's dope, man. And this is actually my... Uh, 
is actually my personal Twitter account at Card of the Power. That's cool. And Virginia Tech's getting blown out. We're not even shooting well from the free throw line. PMAC's got to be loud. The Angel's such a difference maker. That rebound was insane. Minnesota, man. I got to go to Minnesota. Angel with the high screen. Hey, let's go, teachers. Let's go. I will take a few more here once again. Uh, next five to ten minutes, I'll answer as many questions as we possibly can. A little bit more than halfway away from giving out the Mason Smith auto uh, tonight. Bucket. Morrow again. Uh, very little Arch Manning to LSU. 
It's all good, Semper. No worries, Ian. Oh, Sherry, a hard grader? I don't know. Michael Williams, that was, I don't I know y'all get that was just crazy, dude. Like, that is insane, that shot she just made. Just, uh, <laughs> like, that was so crazy. Mm. What are we all doing for me for Christmas? The bug bands? So, Boris, that's true. You're right on the money. Best thing y'all could do is just tune in for the off-season. Off-seasons are brutal for your boy. People just don't tune in as much because it's not football season anymore. So, uh, just... Keep hanging out. We're still going to do a bunch of women's basketball and baseball content, but obviously that's not my expertise. Um, no, way more about basketball than I do baseball, though. Mulkey gets win number 700. The scoring is so easy and even. Angel Reese, 19 points. Morrow, 19 points. Flaugier, 13 points. Michaela Williams, 20 points. That's crazy. Mm. I love it. Well, all right, y'all. Thank you guys so much for making this dream of mine come true. Shout out to our top super chatters tonight. Simper, Sib, TJ. Jared, TOV, and RSX and our top super chatter tonight. 
Was the great TOV. I appreciate you, man. Thanks for all your support, man. I hope that garden is looking fantastic, brother. There you go. I love it. All right, We will see you Sunday night. That'll be our next live stream. It is. Pow. Out. LSU. Bam. And tonight we are doing. Oh, I'm going to leave you on a little bit of a cliffhanger. I'm doing the tour of Italy. Only real, true, high quality restaurant tours know where to get the tour of Italy from. If you know where to get that from, I know you love high-quality dining. And I do love this place. Let's go. Let's 